0: Every avatar is a big, muscly white guy with a shaved head.
1: Like (laughs) you. You. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mostly. So, but straight. straight (laughs) Hey. Hey, I've got muscles in my body. Soldiers of Hell!
1: Welcome to the Soldiers of Hell podcast. I'm Andy and I'm Spence.
2: 1999, a slightly disturbing young man declared that we are soldiers of hell, we are neither soldiers
1: nor from hell. Fire up your mini discs and listen now. Hello, is even tied a thing?
0: Yeah, even tied's a thing, is it? Yeah,
1: definitely. I just invented it. I am going to invite in some guests. Oh, who do you think we've got? Kylie Minogue,
0: definitely. Let's get her on the case. I'm sure she could tell us what to do. John Barrowman. I'd love to have a conversation with John Barrowman, although I imagine I'd feel quite uncomfortable towards the end of it. Why? I just I just think he'd take it to uh, weird sexual places that I wasn't ready for. <laughs> Whenever I've seen him on, um, <laughs> like, Celebrity Juice or stuff like that, he's just, yeah, zero filter. <laughs> Which I suppose is a good thing, in a way.
1: He basically is Captain Jack Harkness, isn't he? Look at yeah. this. Simon's dropped in. Talk about Captain Jack Harkness and Simon comes running. Good evening, guys. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Oh, we've got another guest. An actual mouse. Danger mouse is dropped in the house.
0: There's a moose in the hoose. How are we all? We're all right, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. Excellent.
1: This is not Kylie Minogue and John Barrowman, but it's the next best thing.
0: (laughs) I, I mean, some people would say it's better, depending on their predilections. We haven't got a preacher yet.
1: Hi, it's Dave from Geeky Guys. If he's no, he hasn't said he was going to join. Football's well, on, um, so
2: he might be distracted. Right, okay. Uh, okay, fair enough. Well, on that note,
1: we have our two guests, Simon and Matt. Two more members, the Expendables. We can't really call it Gaming Dads yet, because not every member of the group is yet a dad. But... um Simon, you're fond of having a gaming dad's account, aren't you? I, I do.
0: So this week we thought we'd do a little bit of a guest spot roundup. I suppose this is the podcast equivalent of like the Graham Norton show, where we get all the guests on the on the sofa at the same time and have a chat and see what drops out.
1: I'm not sure what these two are promoting, but um, good mental health.
3: So yeah. My new Twitch
1: streaming service.
3: <laughs> Your new Twitch streaming <laughs> yeah. service,
0: gamer. Dad. What,
1: what's that called again? It's, it's gamer gamer Game dads. Red, yes. Have you actually Um, set it up yet?
3: um, I haven't, yes. I've not streamed anything on it. You haven't sent me an invite to join it? Well,
2: (laughs) nor any of us.
3: I'm very select with the people I wish to
2: to (laughs) be anyone's certain gamer dads. So, which which gamer dads have you invited?
3: Um, David Beckham. Um, I'm just trying to think of some others. Um, Patrick Stewart.
0: Stewart. Stewart. Many many
1: this isn't the intergalactic dream
0: team episode.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure David Becker would be great in an alien invasion, but uh
0: the way I would use it is could... is I would put him on, on. I would put him on the intercom to the aliens <laughs> to make them think that the planet was populated by its children,
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, Oh I thought we were going in in <laughs> habit an intelligent species.
2: <laughs> and he used to play for LA Galaxy so that's your tenuous link.
1: Oh nice. He could maybe take one of them out with a curving right foot shot.
2: Yeah. Is it LA Galaxy? Weird. LA Galaxy, yeah. I thought it was an
0: Italian team. I thought it was La Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway.
2: (laughs) We're going to leave that one there to just show your lack of knowledge of football. (laughs) I knew it was LA Galaxy, you pudding.
3: It's now into Miami, isn't it? All the way into
1: (laughs) Miami.
0: I've never been into Miami. I I was going to go last year, but then COVID hit.
1: It's nice. So you picked uh, David Beckham. Straight is on. that because you know he is a dad yes. who is a gamer? Well, he played a right.
3: game of sorts, and that was, to be honest, the first thing that came to my head. It he, he was at Sproul. He actually
1: owns an esports team, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. that.
0: So I had, I had no idea he was into esports. I thought he well, just, uh, unlike,
1: unlike me, you haven't been recruited.
0: <laughs> that's true. I've, I've not, I've not received that tap on the shoulder like you get when you join the SAS. So I'm told, and I don't mean. How would you know? I I mean, I don't. Well, I say so. I'm told. Not in that way that people say something like, "Oh, a prostitute's fifty quid." So I'm told. I really don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's ring Ross
1: Kemp and find out. Why does he? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I thought you were. (laughs) I thought you were Ross Kemp.
0: I, I'm all things to all people, as long as you want a deep-set, eyed, bold man.
3: <laughs> yeah, Can I just check, Ross Kemp, does he listen to this podcast? Because if so, is he going to hunt me down now?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, but for legal reasons, we should make it clear that, as far as we're aware, he doesn't use prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> who else Who else is in his gamer Dad channel, then? I'm intrigued. So David Beckham and Patrick Stewart. What a mix!
1: Does Patrick Stewart play Xbox?
0: (laughs) I think it's uh, if you've got if you've invited Patrick Stewart, then you must definitely have invited Ian McKellen to keep him company.
2: Yes, Sir Ian. Is his
1: gamertag Xbox Men?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is he a dad? Ian McKellen. I don't. I don't think so. We're going to have to
1: Google it. What about Patrick Stewart? I mean
0: I assume Patrick Stewart is a dad, but I don't
3: I don't know. He was like a father to the crew of the Enterprise though, wasn't he?
0: So I see what you've done. So two left field players there, although I would, I suppose they could play Street Fighter versus X Men. Or Street Fighter versus Marvel. That would be good.
1: <laughs> Street Fighter versus Marvel, Why? Wow.
0: Because they could play as their X Men characters.
1: Oh right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, I thought David Beckham wasn't in Street Fighter, was he? <laughs> <laughs> who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? <laughs> that
0: would be, yeah. Matt, who do you think would be a good gamer, dad? Over, over to you for a moment. Um,
2: I, I, I think slightly younger than uh, Simon's picks. Um, maybe the one of the current footballers. I can't think of any at the top. Off my head. You, you couldn't have sounded more like... And out of touch bit later on yeah. Oh, one of, the... one of one of the current footballers. <laughs> yeah, you know, one of them. Um I, I don't know actually, I mean, you put me on the spot here. I thought we were gonna just chuckle at Simon's lack of uh knowledge, but uh, you can laugh laugh at mine as well. Believe me that, lack of knowledge of current footballers isn't something I can throw bricks about in a glass (laughs) house.
3: Talking about esports, did you hear about, I think it was the Formula E, the racing drivers all had to do kind of online driving via sort of Forza or something along those sort of lines, and one of the the actual proper Formula E racing drivers cheated by getting a computer game driver to drive on his behalf.
2: Oh, scandal.
3: What, AI? No, he got an esports driver to drive his eSport car.
0: Instead of him actually doing and it.
3: He should have been racing. Yeah, he should have been racing the eSport
1: car himself because they weren't racing actual cars. <laughs> this was during lockdown one, wasn't it? Yeah. They couldn't do the proper Grand Prix, so they had an eSports Grand Prix. What's what they There okay. already is an eSports Grand Prix. So they got the team member who is an official racing car driver subbed out for an eSports player, but it was all fake, wasn't it? Fake news. No, not fake news. Him. it was in it wasn't him it was racing. racing yeah yeah so they ended
3: up having to actually show their faces <laughs> when they were driving so they could prove that they were the actual
0: <laughs> formula so formula e isn't actually e-sports no, no. E- right. that's the
2: that's electric what, formula, that's what, formula one
0: that's what confused me sorry yeah
3: they're, they're electric formula one cars so they're actually right, okay. drivers then because of covid as spence says they decided to have an online i guess sort of virtual race, and he cheated by getting a virtual driver, as in one who specialises in driving virtually, to, to race on his behalf. So they then made everybody show their faces for the remainder of the season. I believe he ended up getting fired. I, um, I watched some of it. It was quite good. They were doing ridiculous handbrake turns and things, weren't they? Because they couldn't actually break the car. They were like power sliding around the corners and things from what I, I had
1: seen. It might have been a different thing to what I watched then, because this was the proper F1... Simulate a game, mm. and they had the proper sort of setup with with steering wheel, pedals. Etc. Yeah, I saw something. So it's as close as you can get.
2: I game. saw something similar where they raced the Formula One racing drivers against the esports racing drivers. So it was a competition that they did, and um, some yeah, of the Formula and, One and drivers were actually better than the esports drivers, which is quite a testament, I think.
1: And they had a few celebrities and a few legends. So like Martin Brundle was in it, and uh, ben Stokes was in it. Ben
2: Stokes the okay, Cricketer.
1: They
3: should have been running on kind yeah. of like um, computers from the time. So Martin Brundle would have had to have used like a Commodore 64 and <laughs> <laughs> <to> <laughs> just it
0: up a little bit. I don't think a Commodore 64 has spiced anything.
1: It's time to resolve the outstanding issues from the last podcast, a no longer ago.
3: Let's mark things off the ledger, let's mark things off the ledger, let's mark things off the ledger,
0: ledger, ledger. Uh, uh, uh. So Simon, tell us about Gamer Dad.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, well basically, I've, I've set up a Twitch streaming service with... Um, famous gamer dad. Colin Farrell. Um, There's
2: a better
3: one. Mo- most notably, um, Patrick
2: Stewart and David Beckham. Patrick Stewart has two I children, thought... so it's all right. Have you been Googling yep. it? I thought a oh, Twitch... We normally, streaming...
1: we normally put it on the ledger.
0: Oh, it, Matt, Matt is the ledger. He can be the, the the ledger. I thought a Twitch streaming service was porn for people with Tourette's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's... it's uh...
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Vine. <laughs> so, what, what, ga- what games other than the ones we've been playing online have you been playing whilst being a gamer dad? Oh, that's a good question. Uh,
3: well, I'm, cu- I'm currently playing um, the Tomb Raider reboots, and I've waxed lyrical over how good I believe they are, so I highly recommend.
1: Good. Have we had Lara Croft as a uh, entry in our um, Sordid of Hell?
0: No, I don't think we have. What? It's time for a rank. What shall we call this feature? The soldiers of hell rank off. Come rank with me. Strictly come ranking. Maybe just a load of rank.
1: Soldiers of hell.
0: Of course, I've got. A, we've all got a close personal connections to Lara Croft, given that she was created and designed and developed in Derby. Yeah. Ashbourne Road. Yeah. Not, uh, was it Core Design? Core there Design, there? correct.
2: They took over an old yeah. um, stately home and uh, that's right. Used it as their gaming development area.
3: Was it not also the basis for
0: Lara Croft Manor as well? I, I believe so. Yes. Mm. And of course, we've got a road named after Lara Croft now.
2: Yeah.
3: Yes. And Brian Clough. I'd have quite like to have seen him jumping around with two sort of guns, shooting at sort of T-Rex
2: dinosaurs. Let, let's see your facts, Simon.
0: Any uh, any interesting road names around your way Spence?
2: <laughs> this it's <has> gone downhill. <laughs> <laughs> has anyone played Apex when... Legends yet? Cuz I've just been having a double and um I I can't I can't get on it yet. It's not that I've got, to wait another I mean, week got a week another week and a half. Um, it's it's like Fortnite mixed with Borderlands. I don't know if Simon's previously described it like that. Um but I'm I'm actually quite liking it. It's first-person, isn't it? It is. Um, I'm looking forward to the change of pace a the, bit.
0: I'm always getting to
2: try something the new. The storyline is quite good. The that they have comic book strips that um, intermingle with the gameplay, so it um, adds an extra dimension.
3: Are we going to be better th- at it than Rogue Company? Because that's the, <laughs>
2: the main question, isn't it?
0: Yeah, this is something that that's cropped up recently. We've 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 moved on from Fortnite and Rocket League a little bit. We've expanded our repertoire. We've downloaded Rogue Company, and we've just got absolutely <laughs> smashed. smashed. But what about Rogue Company? <laughs> I don't think I've lasted more
2: than ten seconds. The only thing I can say about Apex Legends is I mean, I'm playing on um, PC. There's a lot of different buttons. Um, you know, our Fortnite, they use the same button for different functions. Um, there seems to be a lot more options. Through Apex Legends, so I don't know if that would make it more complex.
0: I think it will just be that, like most console games, where you can you have a button for every function on a PC, they will have it more contextual. So the same button does different things in certain circumstances.
2: Yeah. yeah. On a console. So I mean, I might go to playing it on the controller rather than the keyboard, uh, just because there was too many different buttons. I was trying to move my hand onto, and um, there was too many for the amount of fingers I have. And I was like, I don't know how often I'd need to use all of these different buttons. In the training, I was using six or seven, and I obviously don't have that many fingers. You, you haven't got six or seven fingers? fingers? Not on one hand, no, because the other hand's holding the mouse. That makes more yeah. sense. You can,
3: you can actually YouTube sort of... Um, How to professional graft on extra YouTube.
2: fingers. Fortnite. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, not so much that, but Fortnite players that show the way that they set up their PC, and people have, like, keyboards at 90 degrees to the mouse and things like that, so Ooh. they can crab their hand in ways that they can... Get certain keybinds. It's all about crabbing the hands. Maybe that could be that, that, that could be your new sort of task for uh, the
2: next I'll book. create a bead or set. That could be your new on game attack. Yeah. Crab hands. Crab hand. Yeah. So, other than that, that's. The only, <laughs> I'm going to try and change the subject. Other than that, I think that's the only downside to what looks like a really good game. And the um, I like the slightly different storyline compared to just going and shoot. Well, There's a bit of a backstory.
0: Well, as you know, I've not got access to it yet for another week and, no, and a no half no since talk I've played about it.
3: the...
0: no, no it's not a... no, I don't think you can have spoilers for a game <laughs> I can you? I don't think so yeah depends and they all die you could spoil the last of us yeah I suppose you could I suppose Bioshock's got a bit of a twist at the end hasn't it
3: Or kindly not tell me what it is.
0: Is there not a statute of limitations on games (laughs) that are nearly a decade old? Simon, Simon, please don't tell me how Casablanca ends. I haven't got around to watching it yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, as you know, you've all got various different platforms, and I've stuck with the Steven Seagal of (laughs) the console, just the lowly, lowly cook. <laughs> i've got i've got the switch which what it lacks in power makes up for in fiddly controllers as much as i love it every now and then i do find myself thinking i wish i could just play a proper triple a game so i've not been playing the rebooted remastered tomb raider most recently or um a multi-keyed online shooter i've been playing super mario brothers and as, as good as it is, it is still a 2D platformer that's exactly the same in concept as the original one was 35 years ago. Which one is it? It's one that came out about 18 months yeah. ago called, and it's it's something of a long title. It's not the catchiest, I'll grant you. New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe plus Super Luigi Brothers. That is and a long it's title. it's it, and, and like a lot of some of the best Switch games, it's actually just a, a slightly upgraded port of a Wii U game that's had a bit of polish and probably didn't sell as well as it should have done because the Wii U sold as well as it should have done.
1: Wii U was just a bit too ahead of its time, wasn't it? That they, they sort of they got it right with the Switch, but the Wii U was just a bit too soon. I think. I fe-
0: Uh, The other problem with calling it a Wii U, people didn't know if it was an expansion or a new console. And the the dual-screen element looked a little bit like... A (laughs) VTEC. Yes, yes. It looked exactly like a a, um, leap pad. So it just didn't hit anything right. And so no one was going to buy it. But actually, there's quite a few great little games on it that came out that no one played. And I think Nintendo have seen Easy Money by just releasing these games that they've already got to now what is a huge market. And and they've just done it again. The latest Super Mario, the 3D one, is a port of one that came out in 2013 on the Wii U.
1: I think Nintendo, more than anyone, just have the ability to do what the heck they want, and it seems to go all right. Some of the choices that they make, you think, that won't be successful, or that seems like a waste of time, and then it just goes well. Like making... Making add-ons out of cardboard. You know, yeah. like, no, no one else would do that, but it worked. Yeah. It's
0: and what, what I find weird about them is they sort of lurch from brilliance to epic failure, and it's like they have a crazy idea that works, so then they think, oh, let's do another even crazier idea, but it's a little bit too much. Like, they went from the N64, which created essentially the analogue stick and allowed console shooters. Yep. And then they did the GameCube, which I, I had a GameCube. I loved my GameCube. Me too. But it was clearly not as powerful as the Xbox, and the PlayStation, who, tried to, who pulled away. And then they did the Wii, which everyone loved. And then they did the Wii U. And then they did Switch. And I just, I just wish they had a little bit of consistency they could build on.
2: Is it a bit like Microsoft where th- they come up with a brilliant idea and then try and follow it up and do a crap one? And then they do another good one because they've realized that they're losing market share. So they have to put extra effort in. You think they get a bit complacent? Maybe they just don't have the right idea for the market at the time. For a while,
1: they struggled to kind of work out where they fit in the market. And then they've now realized that they are better by being the other
2: option. Yes, I, I agree.
1: So where the Wii was successful was it tapped into a casual gamer market you know, you had grands playing tennis and stuff like that. It did it. it people were picking up games consoles that had never bought one before. Yeah, it's the
2: family and element.
1: they didn't. It. Yeah, and I think the Wii U they tried to sort of build on that, but got it slightly wrong. But really, it was actually just a stepping stone to what they've achieved now with the Switch. And the Switch is different. It, it offers something completely different to the other two rivals, and they they just build on being the sort of behemoths with the max power, don't they?
0: Yeah. Um, I think the success of the week was also its, in the eyes of probably core, hardcore gamers, it was its demise in that it just became a mountain of shovelware and family games, which, as much as that appealed to one market, massively turned off the other market. There's a couple of games I got for it early on, that, um, like, I got a version of the Godfather, which was a sort of poor man's GTA, but with the motion controls applied really well. It was brilliant, really, really good. But then they never really capitalized on it and they just went for the easy options of, you know, flick it up and down as fast as you can to pretend you're cooking. And it sort of died a
2: death in my eyes for proper games. Yeah, the ones that were developed by Nintendo themselves or had Nintendo's influence uh, were a lot better gaming and they used the full functionality of the consoles as opposed to the third-party ones that were basically just quick, shovel them out the door, get some cash in. And I think you're right. It's lost some of the uh, uniqueness. And
0: I think that goes for Nintendo in general. Their first-party games are generally the best games on the console and then the third parties catch up or have to do... A, they don't want to do a watered-down version of their newest game. They just want to make one version of it. They can put on both big consoles and they're away. Almost every proper game, if you like, on the on the Switch is a port of an either an older game that can now run on it. Like So you've got your Skyrim, Bioshock collection, that sort of thing. Or it's a very watered down version of a new one like the wolfenstein um, ports doom eternal and all the reviews i've read of these games say if you can play it on another console then do because you'll get the full experience but if you can't play anywhere else definitely get it on the switch
2: and you can play it when you're on the bus Uh, i i think that's its best selling point as well that you can just take it with you Or the casual side of things, whereas you don't have to be engrossed into a game like you are on the other two consoles. It's merging that between the mobile gaming that you get now and the hardcore console gaming. It's that middle ground. Yeah.
3: Spence, as someone who's played Doom Eternal, would you advise playing it on the bus? Is it the kind
1: of casual... Two or from work when we first spoke about it, I described it as the game that would have kept Jason Statham alive in crank. Um, if <laughs> just could you, you could do cr- crank three and just have Jason Statham sat on a bus <laughs> playing Doom Eternal, then and
0: the thrill comes from yeah. trying not to scream and shout as you play it. Because you'll look like a mad yeah. person.
3: You you would get into work and your your productivity would be like about four hundred percent due to the kind of adrenaline
0: coursing through your veins. It would either be that, or you yeah. just get into work and just collapse ex- mentally exhausted.
1: Like you'd rip the eyeball out of your <laughs> boss. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I've 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 looked at some reviews of Doom Eternal on the Switch. And when you put stills side by side of the game running on like a uh, PS4 Pro and then the Switch, it looks like you've taken one and then rubbed it in mud and dipped it in water and looking at it through dirty glasses. But apparently, in, in motion, it looks a lot better because what they've done is they've downscaled some things in the background and reduced clarity in still screen, but then. When it's running at full speed, actually, it doesn't look too bad, especially when it's on a smaller screen. But that's the trade-off, isn't it? You trade performance for portability, which is the approach that I took with my penis. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you like to see in the, in the next Switch console? What I would I see on the next Switch console? Well, I haven't got a 4K TV, so it doesn't particularly affect me at the minute. But if I did have one, I suppose... I would like to see 4K support so that it's easier to do consoles, to do games on the current consoles for it. I'd like to see a better portable screen. Not that the one on it is bad at all, but just if you can improve it, great. The biggest thing I would like to see on the next Switch is better internet platform for for gaming because I'm sick of Nintendo. They've got a microphone in the Switch. If it's running a Nintendo game, it won't let you use it. I don't know why I can use my microphone when I'm playing Fortnite, but it won't let me use it when I'm playing Mario Kart. It's weird. Oh, and Bluetooth. Bluetooth built into the console. It's like I can't use a Bluetooth headset with the console. I've got to buy a weird Bluetooth dongle to put in it to be able to use it. I shouldn't have to pay an extra 30 quid when I've already spent 300 quid on a current-gen, in essence, console. It should be as standard. They've got some serious catching up in that regard. Other than that, I think I'd just tweak it so that it was a bit more on the level with other consoles.
1: I think Nintendo have got a dilemma here because, obviously, the other two guns have just unleashed their next gen consoles so nintendo could do exactly what you've just described which is basically an upgraded switch to make it h- higher specs i suppose but i think once you get beyond this new generation that's just just launched i think that's when we get into cloud gaming really is going to be a big thing um, and yeah. so like this the benefit of the switch is the the portability of it, but other platforms have now started to experiment with cloud gaming. So does Switch need to move in that generation to make the internet yeah. part of it so good that you can yeah. play it local, but you can actually stream over I, it as I well. think
2: you're right. I mean, we discussed probably about five or six years ago that uh, Nintendo just haven't got the money to compete with the big two now. So they needed to go a different direction, and they did that with the Wii. And I I find it hard to believe Nintendo haven't got the money
0: to compete. I I
1: I think, I think they have. They sell.
0: They've sold the Switch like hotcakes. I, I think the, the problem with Nintendo a, is that. Um, I sir, think then. I think they made a load of money with the Wii. They probably lost a fair bit of money on the Wii U. They've probably regained that ground. They've already done a physical upgrade of the Switch anyway. About a year ago, they upgraded the battery in it, so there was sort of a, a slight upgrade by stealth, mm. but uh, but that was really the only thing. But like you say, yeah, they need to accept that there are some things from hardcore gamers that they need to keep pace with. I'm not saying they need to have the same graphical capabilities necessarily, because they are in a different race, but they need to keep pace with... The quality uh, games. The con- the, 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 more like the convenience it's- thing. Like that, I I want the online to be seamless. I want the Bluetooth to be built in as standard. I want a good performance through the internet on it. I don't want to have to. I've already sacrificed graphical capability. I don't want to sacrifice the rest as
1: well. Simon, you know how you said I went on a soapbox.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean that. But we agree with you, Andy. But that comes from a
0: yeah. yeah. But that comes from a yeah. Yeah. That that comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of love because I genuinely do love my Switch and I know I've had much more value out of it in the two years I've had it than I would have had if I'd have forked out on a PS4 or an Xbox because I just don't have the time at the minute to sit in front of the telly like I used to. Most of my Switch gaming has been done at work. (laughs) Don't tell my
2: boss. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't going out live, is
1: it? The other thing about the cloud gaming... Not just the portability thing of it, Uh, you know, we've all played a lot of games that you would call games as a service recently. So, what I mean by that is free to play games that you play online. So, um, Battle Pass style things like Fortnite, Rocket League, Rogue Company, Apex, they're all trying, they're free, but they're trying to hook you in and they're trying to obviously convince you to buy the battle pass or any other kind of cosmetics to help them make money and they have to keep reinventing the game to keep you there um, but it's also kind of the future of gaming isn't it? That that concept of a subscription service um, Yeah. the bit that you've all been pissed off with I know is the constant updates um, <laughs> Matt you've had to invest in 23 different hard drives yeah. haven't
2: you to, to keep pace <laughs> It's just because they don't make computers with big hard but, drives now. It's stored on the cloud.
1: Yeah, if you were playing from the cloud, cloud gaming, you would. You exactly, don't have to worry yeah. about updates because
2: it's going to be there.
1: It's hosted elsewhere. Updates
2: yeah. are the bugbearer so, of our lives. I do oh, think yeah, first world problems.
1: Yes, That's granted. <laughs> At least a good. I thing mean, is. some would say a global pandemic is the main problem we've suffered from recently. But, no, we've all we've all complained more about <laughs> <the> constant updates. <laughs>
0: Some more than others, yeah. I would say. I, I yeah. still find it amazing that uh, our mutual ally, <laughs> Beaky, constantly, does, it does constantly doesn't check. <laughs> if you're not going to do have auto-update turned on, do complains about it. every now and then <laughs> dip in and check.
1: <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, I've tarred everyone with the same brush there. He's the <laughs> one that <laughs> complains about it because everyone else updates them separately or accepts the fact that sometimes it's going to be inconvenient. Yeah. So,
0: oh, I know I'm going to go on the on the computer tonight. I'll uh, I'll just check this afternoon. There's no update. That's going to delay me later on. I've actually just put
2: Ford I've just
3: the PlayStation on now just in case Rocket League is
2: updating. <laughs> <laughs> that just spurred me to turn <laughs> the PlayStation on. While, while I'm on this, I'm going to check Epic Games to see if they've got any. Uh... <laughs> Speaking of Fortnite we're sort of heading
0: towards the end of the current season. My oldest daughter has convinced herself that the next series theme is going to be um, oh. Jurassic Ooh. Park. That girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I think one of her friends has told her that it's going to be Jurassic Park because they've seen like a fake trailer that someone's mocked up as a sort of wishful thinking thing on okay. YouTube. Now she's been told about it. She's convinced herself that that's what it will be, and I think she's going to be gutted well, if it's not. If
2: you dream of something that much, it will happen.
0: Uh, or, of course, it could be that her friend has got the inside track and is completely right, and we're all going to be playing as Alan Grant, one in a of the of weeks. Uh,
2: designers for Fortnite. That would be good fun. I mean, I'm definitely going to bat down. that <laughs> <Yeah. podcast. laughs>
0: That's how they hook you in. The gaming industry is a weird mix of um, forward-looking and blatantly ripping you off on (laughs) nostalgia.
1: Speaking of which, I paid for the James Bond DLC for Forza (laughs) the other day so that I can drive round in three different Aston Martins. (laughs) Oh, the Jaguar that chased him in the last film. And the Citrus 2CV that Roger Moore crashed down the hill in... in, Oh, amazing. Oh, and the Lotus, of course the locals
0: i've just downloaded the the remaster of again on the switch the new release is the uh the remaster of burnout paradise which is several years old now um but i think that's got all the dlc on it and included in that is the delorean from back to the future which um i've not unlocked yet but i'm very much looking forward to it
1: now i've never played that game but Is it kind of what inspired the Forza Horizon games in so much that it's like an open world, isn't it? You can just drive around and do crazy stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's almost like a sort of a car. I don't want to say car GTA because there's obviously GTA has got cars, but it's more, it's completely driving focused. And as you pull up the various traffic lights, a race will start or it will say, do, you know, it'll set challenges. I, I love Burnout Three. On I the PS2. I really
2: yeah, um, I used to enjoy Takedown. Played, yeah. played it to death.
0: Yes, it was called yep. Takedown, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant driving game. One of my favourites. Um, I think Forza is a lot more realistic, though. Apart from the wooden taxis, obviously.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it's still an arcade racer, and you can do crazy crazy stuff on it. Um, you can do the stunts and have all sorts of weird. Um, vehicles and you can do things like race the um, race hovercrafts or race the vehicles from Halo <laughs> on the beach Ooh. or yeah that's right and you can do a race cool. against the Flying Scotsman
2: <laughs> Andy's, Andy's I would looks. love that <laughs> <Very cool. laughs> I would love that. That. I'd like to just have a Flying Scotsman simulator <laughs> I think you can get that Andy it's um, PC <laughs> But
0: I'm just going on
3: Amazon. I'm hoping that with the success of 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 a Fortnite and of a Rocket League that we get more cross platform proper titles. I think that's that would be a nice um direction for the gaming industry to go because obviously one of the big selling points with with the Fortnite, isn't it, is that we can all play on our different consoles, piece and tops and things like that. Yeah. Now that seems to be acceptable. It just feels maybe actually if you're buying a game that supports that's over different you know, that is over different
0: platforms. I think Fortnite has opened the door a little yeah. bit for that.
3: And that was the very first one where PlayStation and more Alright guys, we will let you play with other people.
0: Yeah. And I think other games are gradually catching up. Unfortunately, at the minute, we've, pl- we've played a fair few cross-platform games now, and we keep sort of coming back to Fortnite and Rocket League because they are, in my opinion, the ones that have got the most polish and feel most like yeah, full games. As much as I like the idea and the concept of Rogue Company, and I think there's the seed of a great game in there, it feels like just one multiplayer mm-hmm. mode of yeah. what would have been a bigger yeah, game. It
2: seems like a section, and yeah. it takes so long to load. And find competing teams just takes all the enjoyment out. Whereas the ones you've already mentioned, you can just drop in and there's hundreds of thousands of people to play against.
0: I think it was, I can't remember, who it was now. It was either you or Simon, I think, sent out that trailer for the new EA Dodgeball game that's oh, yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah. And if EA are now deliberately releasing cross platform games that are cross-platform from release, and they're designed that way with that in mind, that, to me, is an indication of that's where bigger companies are seeing where the market's going as well. Overcooked
3: is, uh, it's Overcooked 1, 2, all the DLC is coming out as an all-you-can-eat, and that's got cross-platform support on it as well.
2: Oh, that would be good. Which one's okay. Overcooked? The
3: kitchens, where you have to make dinner for people. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one that if the you played way... with someone
1: you're married to, you won't be married very long. Yeah, the one where you realise why Gordon Ramsay <laughs> swears so much.
3: <laughs> Could you imagine Gordon Ramsay, though, on the back of two trucks that are kind of driving in sort of slightly different directions?
1: I, I think you're right, Simon. I think, I mean, there's there's stuff like... Um, I mean, obviously, Call of Duty is the biggest. Call of Duty Warzone yeah. is, is probably... I know it's not on Switch yet, but it's that... That's massive across most platforms, isn't
3: it? You've got Doom Eternal, I've got Doom Eternal. We should be able to meet up online, yeah. and shoot each other, or shoot other people simultaneously. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of thing, isn't it? We can, though, Not can't with we? Doom, we can't. No. It's, we? Okay. So, this is where I think we now need to be able to go into that sort of thing of like, obviously, the, the first party is taken to one side, but for argument's sake, Batman Arkham Asylum. That online should have been, you know, should now be acceptable that anyone who's got the online section of it should be able to play together, not just have your kind of PlayStation online as in your. Like the division, for argument's sake, that was a full online game on it. Or Destiny. You can't do Destiny cross platform either.
0: I think that will come in time as the companies that make the games set up their own servers, I think, because Epic don't run fortnite through nintendo servers for their online platform they run them through their own so they can do what they want on their own servers so maybe that's where it'll go that the developers have to run the software online platforms for the games themselves instead of relying on xbox live
3: just because we don't have a great deal of online experience do we but i do remember years back we were playing modern warfare 2 and you've got a lot of Andy, didn't You've you got a lot of online gaming for your downtime. Whereas I think, yes, the propensity yeah. of the sort of free-to-players, they want you to be getting. Oh no, I'm, I'm having to wait in here, so I do go on the battle pass, or I do this and I, I download that sort. Of yeah. thing. Whereas because you'd bought Modern Warfare Two, and you were then playing the bits on it, you know the the online multiplayer on it. And with Halo, for argument's sake, another very good example. It was just straight back in, wasn't it? You were just in sort of kill, kill, kill sort of thing, which is, just felt a lot more gaming for, you,
1: for your time. Soldiers of what about something like GTA five online? Because I, I heard the other day that it has sold more copies in the last couple of months than it has since when it launched in 2013. It's a
3: behemoth, and isn't I think it? that's
1: because they keep updating it and they keep the online experience um, going. And isn't that cross-platform?
2: I, only Surely, is I, I think it's only on the consoles. I don't believe it's only on PC. Do you
0: know what? I've I've no idea what GTA Online actually. Looks like to play because I, I, did it come? I think did it come with GTA Five? If you bought that it was initially,
3: Redemption, Redemption yeah. online as well, didn't it? I think you can buy yeah. it, and it, can it. can be with, modded yeah.
0: as well, can't it? I had Red. That's had, one of the appeals. I think though, so. I had GTA Five, but never really dabbled mm-hmm. with the online aspect, and I didn't really like the
1: main game, so I just got rid of it. It's crazy to think though that that released on not the current generation Xbox of consoles. Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty not the previous generation of consoles the previous generation of consoles yeah
0: crazy i think gta5 is the most profitable media release of all time right
1: and they haven't needed to make another one and and i think that just it makes sense doesn't it they're just slowly moving from every few years we'll we'll release a one big new story with a great big open world campaign they're just going to keep piling the money into the online experience. I think I think that is the answer to Simon's question.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's where it's headed. GTA
3: Online is not cross-play. Okay. Which is so madness, isn't it? The PlayStation people can
1: only play with the PlayStation people and so on and so forth. To achieve cross-play, you've also got to have cross-progression, haven't you? For example, if I play Rocket League on my Xbox and then I go onto my PC and play it on epic games it remembers my levels because they're all linked through an epic games account you need to have that set up don't you where it doesn't matter what you play on it's your account because with something like gta where it's all about what have i leveled up to what missions have i completed what am i wearing you know all those things that you don't want to be logging onto a different machine and it you starting from scratch again yeah so What would you like to see? (laughs) (laughs) What would I like to see? Just more stuff that we can play together.
2: I'd like to see, I mean, you mentioned it earlier on, Simon, Tomb Raider, cross-platform multiplayer Tomb Raider. I think that would be great. The puzzle element. I'll
1: tell you what I'd like to see. I'd like to see a step closer towards something like Ready Player One. And what I mean by that is, your gaming tag and your gaming avatar is what you build in all relevant games. You know, thing, skins or vehicles or weapons that you pick up in one game might actually be useful in another game. I mean, not, I not in, that a, in not every game because you got, you don't want to have like a, you know, the gun Kart from in... Halo in Mario Kart, do you? But yeah.
0: Yeah, it carries through
1: the relevant bits. And that, in
0: one fell swoop, as well, gets rid of that sort of idea of representation in gaming, as well, where they say, well, every avatar is a big, muscly white guy with a shaved head. <laughs> like you? <laughs> you yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mostly. And so, it, but it, it's straight, straight <laughs> Hey, Hey, I've got muscles in my body.
1: Is this the Stay Them or Ross Kemp one? That we're going with?
0: Both at the same time. I've got to split it down we've the middle. Combined. But it gets rid of that straight away. People build the avatar they are most comfortable with, and suddenly the industry becomes a lot more open and inclusive.
1: Yes. Wow. This, this might be the most positive and less sarcastic end we've ever had to a podcast. God. <laughs> <laughs> Anything well, else on this topic anyone wants to add before we wrap up?
0: The only other thing I sort of wanted to enter into the fray is where VR fits into the future. Because initially when you said I wanted to move more towards like Ready Player One, I thought that's what you meant. Yeah, or, right, or okay. meant reality. I've I've had a go on a on Oculus, the newest version of it, and the graphics are a little bit rough around the edges. But once you've got the headset on it is absolutely brilliant it's so immersive and there's no uh, hint i of the agree real world i did the resident
2: all. evil and it was, it was scary a... as hell because you felt like you're in it
0: yeah and like have you played the game you yeah. played super hot i think some of you where yeah. every, where you only time only moves as you move playing that in vr for me i think is the definitive way to play it and there's a, there was a bit in the game where i shot one of the bad guys, whatever they are, and his gun flew up in the air, and I instinctively just used my actual hand to reach up in the air and grab it, and it just worked, and then I straight away turned back around and shot the other ones, and it was seamless, and that is the level we are now, so in another 10 years, that technology is going to be stunning.
1: It'll almost be as good as Pierce Brosnan experiences in slow <laughs> <No-mo>, man.
2: <laughs> I remember when I was at uni... And um, (laughs) I worked in Curry's, and they had a load of, I think it was Nintendo gear, um, and it included gloves with wires coming out of them that you could do. It was designed for fishing and um, those sorts of games. And I was amazed by that, and that was back in the early 2000s. So we've not really come that far, but like you say, the experience is a lot more engaging and um Immersive, yeah. And so to bring us full circle, we're back to ridiculous <laughs> yeah. peripherals by Nintendo. They've, they've got yeah. it. They've got it. They know yeah, the that's way. That's what we all want. <laughs> <laughs> bring back the virtual bring boy. Bring back
1: About <laughs> the power glove, please.
0: Is that what they were called? Uh, I'd love one. No, that's the one that was uh, was came out for the NES. That was like in about 1987. Oh, really yes. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Something scope. That's right. I think it was called the Super Scope for the stairs. That's
1: it. Yeah, yeah.
0: They're going for a lot of money now. Yeah, that was great. Massively over engineered. bet they
1: are. A simple light gun, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why you bought it. It's not a toy. It's a bazooka.
1: <laughs> and they don't even work with the modern tech. I, I,
2: I, I've still got a Resident <laughs> Evil chainsaw. <laughs> so it was a controller that was designed like a chainsaw. Completely Came oh, with Resident Evil Four, and, didn't I don't it? Think- that good as a controller because yeah yeah I had to keep leaning forward with the motion of the chainsaw and you lost track of where you were in the game. Combine that with well um virtual reality. There we go. It nailed. That's it. That's right? what we want from the future, VR with a chainsaw <laughs> and we're okay.
1: Yeah. And the looks of Piers Brosnan. <laughs> if we're Piers Brosnan does that mean Will Ferrell's our son? <laughs> No, oh, that's a shame.
0: So I think we've ended up on a happy place, and uh, thanks to our to our guests
1: Simon and Matt.
3: Very enjoyable. Yes,
1: thank you for joining us. Look forward to beating you on <laughs> yep. Rocket League soon.
3: Yeah. Soldiers of
0: Hell is a Fosgate Studios production. If you enjoyed it, please like,
2: subscribe, comment, and share.